seven types of toxic narcissists today at queenbeing.com. There's a whole spectrum of narcissism, beginning with the healthy kind that looks a lot like self-esteem and also coexists with empathy and rounding out with the most toxic types of the extreme narcissist. Often, those who would be diagnosed with NPD, but who aren't because they don't think there's anything wrong with them, are the worst. And many times we see some predictable patterns among them. With that being said, there are a number of ways that these behaviors and toxic patterns can manifest themselves in people. So while it might seem logical to assume that all narcissists are exactly alike, since their behaviors seem so similar, they can sometimes slip by even the most trained eye. And that's because there are various personality types within the so-called spectrum of toxic narcissism. Today, I'm going to define five primary types for you, but please note that just like the rest of humanity, no two narcissists are exactly alike, so yours may encompass one or more of these qualities. Let's do this. Seven types of toxic narcissists. Number one, the know-it-all. While the know-it-all narcissist might really know a lot, she's also very pushy with her opinion, which of course she's all too happy to shell out, no matter if she's been asked for it or not. This narcissist will lecture you all day long, and as long as you don't expect to actually have a two-way conversation, everything will be just fine. But don't expect her to listen to you because while she might be quiet while you're talking, she's just thinking of what she's going to say next. She's not really listening. So how do you deal with this person? Well, politely acknowledge her advice, then thank her and go ahead and do whatever you feel is best. Don't take anything too seriously and don't let yourself feel offended by her uppity behavior. Yeah, she does think she's better than you, but in reality, you should probably feel sorry for her. Number two, the daydream believer. I like to call a narcissist who has the whole grandiose thing a daydream believer. That's because he will almost always see him as someone who matters more than other people. He figures he's important somehow, so he expects other people to recognize that and treat him accordingly. He will always exaggerate his own accomplishments, and he loves to think people are envying and admiring him. He believes that he is meant for something big, and if these qualities are combined with a certain amount of charisma and a strong sense of ambition, he may actually succeed on some level. And you might find yourself very drawn to him. So how do you deal with this guy? Well, the daydream believer might bring out your sense of competition and or justice, but don't let yourself get caught up in it. If you do, he will just increase his desire to be better than you and reach his effort, you know, and reach his efforts out toward that to match. So don't let yourself be too affected by his charms. They will very quickly drop once he's got you in your clutch, once he's got you in his clutches. And remember that he won't do anything to help you unless there's something in it for him. So don't allow yourself to be dependent on him if you can avoid it. This guy will discard you like last year's pumps and without a second thought. Number three, the seductor or the seductress. I'm going to stick with the, the feminine form here from this point forward, but please note that this can manifest in males as well. Uh, this is a very different type of narcissist. The seductress is the type of person who makes you feel amazing about yourself at first. She seems to admire you, maybe even idealize you. The seductress will make you feel like you're someone important, someone special who matters. But the dark side of this person is that her intent is to seduce you into feeling that way about her. It's not really about you. She knows that when you love her, and even if you depend on her a little bit, you will support her. You will grow to admire her. 
You will use blatant, she will use blatant admiration, physical affection, sex, even flattery to get what she wants. But once you're no longer useful to her, she will drop you like a hot rock. So how do you deal with this person? Well, you enjoy the flattery, first of all, if you need to, and, and, but, but know what she really is. Uh, don't allow yourself to be swayed by this seductress, even if it feels really good at first. Keep your eye on how she treats the people around her, such as those she might feel competitive with or those who she feels she's better than, and I bet that you'll find that watching them uh, and the ways that she treats them can kind of give you an idea of what you might be looking forward to in the future. You know what I'm saying? Anyway. So listen to how she talks about her exes. If she swears they're all crazy, stalkers, or evil, there's probably something to be concerned about. Narcissists are great at victim playing and they use it to get what they want. And this especially is the case with the seductress. Number four, the bully. You know the bully, right? He's that kid that beat you up after school in third grade, all grown up. Or he might look a lot like the mean girl from high school or the jock that gave everybody wedgies when he felt a little saucy. Now as an adult, he may look a little bit more like a regular person, but he needs to elevate himself by humiliating, by humiliating others and making them feel bad about themselves. So he might also be the daydream believer or know-it-all type, but he's also something else, a big jerk. Yeah, I said it. The bully's going to treat people around him with disdain and contempt, and that's especially the case when he doesn't get what he wants. But he's not nice about it when he asserts his superiority, which of course is as often as possible. He needs you to feel bad about yourself because that's the only thing that helps his ridiculously low self-esteem feel less painful. Of course, he would never admit this, not even to himself. Where the seductress will use sex and her charms to get what she wants from you, the bully will do it a different way. He'll push you, he'll pressure you, and he'll downright threaten you to get what he wants. Now, in extreme cases, he may even threaten or actually use physical harm if you refuse to comply. He will relentlessly mock you and belittle you to the point that you might start thinking that you're not even worth the oxygen you're allowed to breathe. And he'll do a number on your self-esteem. How do you deal with the bully? If you're not in a position to go no, no contact, which is obviously an ideal solution, then your best bet is to shine this guy on. Don't do anything that would injure his ginormous ego and don't directly challenge him. If you're going to withstand this guy's attacks, you need to know how to be very strong in your sense of self-esteem, and you need to know that you don't require validation from anyone outside of yourself. So if you've got a bullying narcissist that you're dealing with on the regular, then get, work, get to work on that poker face and practice the gray rock technique. Uh, you can learn about that at queenbeing.com, by the way. Just be careful to take care of yourself and don't end up dissociating. Number five, the evil one. Alright, so the bully, the bullying narcissist up to this point has really been the most toxic that we've talked about, but this guy, number five, is the pinnacle of our all narcissists. I call him the evil narcissist, and this one's one you could avoid at all costs. Uh, the evil narcissist is a whole other kind of animal. While she may have qualities of all narcissists, as we have mentioned so far, especially the bullying narcissist, the evil one will literally attempt to destroy you. I mean destroy you if you somehow pose a threat to her. Maybe you made her feel like you were challenging her somehow, or you were succeeding in some way she wasn't, or she 